You're listening to The Invisible Blog. How to Write Good Preface So, to preface this blog, a little background for those who don't have it, or maybe someone shared this with you and you don't know who I am, but uh, my name's Eli, and I am a writer. I've been writing since I was eight years old. I wrote poems because my mom wrote poems. Writing was just a thing that happened in my house. I wrote my first play at 16, A Life Without Me, a tribute to Marty Moran's brilliant The Tricky Part, my own untrue attempt at the tragic autobiographical work. It's not good. In college, I wrote sketches and songs as part of The Reality Show under Liz Suedos, which I performed on stage at Madison Square Garden for the entire incoming freshman class at NYU four years in a row. I looked through my files before I wrote this. I I count something in the range of 300 sketches in four years. After that, I wrote for a show called Political Subversities, which yielded another 50 or so political sketches. I've written a Four Seasons epic poem from the viewpoint of Medea. I wrote a Halloween seance in 24 hours that has since performed a three-year sold-out run in New York City. You are probably reading this because I've co-written 60 episodes of The Scathing Atheist with my co-host No Illusions, Heath Enright, and Lucinda Illusions, and 85 episodes of God Awful Movies. Contained in that 220-plus hours of content are sketches, ads, news commentary, impressions, political wrap-ups, monologues, stories, and more. I say none of this to brag or show off. If I'm being honest, I find this list, this little preface, horrific. If someone else did this to me or shared this with me and this was the first part of it, I'd probably assume they were going to tell me coffee was for closers and try to sell me a timeshare. However, more than I'm horrified at the way some people will hear this list is the importance to me that before I hand out any advice, I tell you the truth. I am the second most prolific writer I've ever met, and I am, without question, a working one. I'm not claiming to be good. In fact, you might read this and then later hate my writing. That's fine. I'm telling you, I know how to take my thoughts and put them on paper, something that seems to be a problem for a lot of people. That is, whatever you may think of my work, what I know how to do. And what I'm going to try to do over the next couple of blogs is teach you how I do it. I don't fool myself into thinking anything I put down here will be especially revelatory. It'll largely be the best advice I've gotten, the contents of books I've read, mostly The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield and The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron with all the wooey bullshit taken out, and a sprinkling of my own biased experience. You've been warned. Part 1. Are You an Artist? So... Before we get down to the how, there is one extremely important question you need to ask yourself about being an artist, and that is why. Are you really an artist, or are you an art hobbyist? It's a question I've asked my friends, lovers, students, and mentees for the better part of a decade, and I'm going to skip to the good part for you right now. Most people are the latter, and almost everyone thinks they're the former. Why? Because American culture has taught us that everyone is an artist. The novelist F. Scott Fitzgerald famously called Americans a nation of temporarily embarrassed millionaires. I'll I'll go a step further and more horrific in my opinion. We're a nation of temporarily embarrassed 
Pulitzer Prize-winning novelists, Renaissance painters, and movie stars. We are, largely because of the focus of Western culture and almost entirely because of the tropes passed down through religion, obsessed in the West with being famous and deep. And being an artist seems like a really good way to be famous or deep. But we're not all artists. In fact, I'd wager most of us are not artists. Most of us are art hobbyists. And what I want to argue to you now before we get into the nitty gritty how to do it part is that being an art hobbyist is entirely delightful without pressure and without shame. Some of our greatest artists from all disciplines have been fabulous hobbyists. An art hobbyist can be dedicated, they can be talented, they can be brilliant. An art hobbyist will, I hope, have something to gain from this series, but they're not an artist. The artist, with a capital A, is someone who cannot help but make art, for whom a day job, an occupation, any other sort of identity is impossible. Look, we all know it's possible to be a good cook without being a chef, without opening a restaurant, yet when I look around the art world, I see so many artistic good cooks trying to be restaurateurs. In my third year of school, I had a fantastic teacher, Ted Slaberski. He's a director, acting coach here in New York City, one of my favorite humans. And on the first day of class, sat us down and he told us, look, if you can be anything but an actor, do it. If you have rich parents, a rich spouse, or if you'd be happier doing anything else but acting, do it. And then he added, don't be a hero, Johnny. Let me echo him now. Seriously. Be a hobbyist. Be a delight. Write wonderful little poems that make your friends and family smile. Make beautiful paintings that sell for a couple hundred bucks now and then. Be the absolute shining light of the dance floor. But unless you burn for it, unless you absolutely fucking cannot do or be anything else, don't be a writer, painter, or a dancer. Be good at what you do, what you are. I ran a toy demonstration company for seven years. I was a manager, boss, employee, everything for a $4 million a year sales team in one of the largest toy stores in the world. And I was actually a good salesman myself. But in that time, I met some great salesmen. I mean, great, naturally gifted people who just walked out of work at a toy store every single day, no matter the season, with 200 bucks in their pocket. And yet, every single one of them, to the man or woman, Wanted to be a fucking actor. I watched them. Some of them, for years, struggled to be something they weren't. I watched them do shitty, non-paying community theater piece tours of guys and dolls in Bayonne, New Jersey for a pittance, share underwear on Disney cruise ships, and not once did one of them turn into the goddamn skid and be a salesman. And they all would have been happier if they did. They'd have been richer, better loved happier people, but instead, they all insisted on lying to themselves about who and what they are. Look, this essay is not to discourage anyone from being an artist. It's to encourage you to accept who you are. And I want to point out that who you are doesn't even have to be a job. Look, I have an old girlfriend who loves to travel. More than anything in the world, she loves to go to new places. So she became an airline stewardess. Now, she probably doesn't think her calling is an airline stewardess, but she's got a dozen boyfriends all over the world. She's been everywhere. She's got all the money she ever wants, and she's ecstatic because she knows who she is. And unless you think I'm, like, shitting on the hobbyist, let me just say, some of you might know this, I do magic. 
I am a hobbyist magician. I've studied magic for 10 years. I give lectures to other magicians about magic. But I am absolutely, without question, a hobbyist magician. I don't burn for magic. I don't need to do magic. If the king declared tomorrow I couldn't do magic ever again, I'd be bummed, but be all right. And don't get me wrong, I'm delightful. Time's right and someone asks me nice enough, I pull a deck of cards out of my pocket, I will blow your dick off. But it's not who I am. I know that about myself and it allows me to love it more. Allows me to keep that part of myself fun and easy. I have friends who are actually professional magicians. When magic gets hard or boring or shitty for them, they have to stick with it. They got to do the bar mitzvahs and the balloon twisting and the work of being a magician. But I don't. I know it's my hobby. I get to fucking stop. It's great. Admitting you're a hobbyist isn't a defeat. It's a victory. It's a freedom. Because here, in my opinion, is what art is. Capital A, art is the very core of who you are. It can't be anything less. It's your very being laid out every single day. If people hate it, you better fucking believe they hate you. They hate the very best part of you. Art is exhausting and demanding. Art is entirely your own. Art is entirely on your own. To be an artist means every time you sit down to write or paint or dance, you open a fucking vein. You have to. It's breathing. And if that's true for you like it is for me, first off, my condolences, but you are an artist. So let's talk about how to fucking do it. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I hope it didn't bum you out too much. Uh, If you enjoyed this or any of the other things that I've produced so far, please consider supporting this project on patreon.com forward slash Eli Bosnick. Got all sorts of cool rewards and fun stuff coming up, even more projects um, that as a patron you'll be able to find out about a little bit before everyone else. And of course, patrons always get all of these longer and extended versions, which reminds me, if you are a patron, stay tuned for Afterthoughts, my dad, the hobbyist. <laughs>